I am back from my little hiatus. Um, I guess I could call it a hiatus. I was traveling, and before I was traveling, I was sick. Um, so if you didn't know, I was just in Vancouver. I was there for a week for work. Um, but I went early with my coworkers to kind of explore Vancouver and the mountains. That was the best decision I, I ever made. Um, I am still kind of sick, if you can't tell. <clears throat> um, I had plans to record an episode before I went to Vancouver, but I was so violently sick. I don't know what hit me. It was just like all of a sudden I was so sick and then I could not get out of bed, had to call in sick to work. I had all these things that I had to reschedule. It was brutal and I never call in sick. So that's how you know that I was really sick. And then I had to get on a flight two days later. So I was like taking every single thing I could possibly take to make myself feel better um, so that I was not sick on the flight. And it kind of helped, like it made it better a little bit, but I was still pretty sick. So um, if you hear me clearing my throat, that's why. Um, my ears popped on the plane and they didn't clear for like three days. So that was really painful. Um, but the mountains are so beautiful. I've been to like the Alberta mountains. I definitely know that they're beautiful, but every single time I go, I'm like, oh my God, it's so pretty. Um, I did a hike with my coworkers that was sold to me as a three-hour quick little jaunt up and down the mountain, um, and it quickly turned into a six-hour trek in the snow. And to be honest, I hated myself and all of my coworkers that entire trek. The views were very beautiful, so definitely worth it. Um, and the entire week I was out there, I was like, you know what? I could live here. I maybe want to move here. And that kind of leads into my topic today, which is feeling stuck. And I don't have a solution for this. This isn't one of those episodes where it's like, this is how I felt stuck in the past. And this is how my tips for like getting out of it. No, I don't have that because I ain't got no tips for you. Because if you have tips, actually send them my way because I need some. Um, I am feeling very stuck in my life. I have felt very stuck in my life for many, many years. Um, and I have yet to get out of that feeling. So it's going to be really vulnerable. It's going to be a lot. Um, I have some tips on things that kind of help me work through it a little bit. Uh, but for the most part, I'm just going to be venting about how I feel stuck in my life and I can't get out of it. Um, so buckle down because this is a real one today. Um, <clears throat> my number one toxic trait is that when I travel out of my hometown, I get such a strong urge to move there. Doesn't matter where it is. It could even be like another small town. I'm like, you know what? I could, I could move here. I could live here 100%. And that's kind of toxic because it's like, I don't really have a place where I want to move. I thought I wanted to move to Toronto and then I went to Vancouver and I was like, oh my God, I need to move to Vancouver. Um, but that's not as realistic as moving to Toronto. So I don't know what's going to happen for me, but that's just the urge that I get every time I leave my hometown. Um, every time I come home from a trip, I go through a little bit of a depression. And I think that's because like every time I go to a city or a new country or like whatever, um, I start feeling like I could see my life here and like I see everybody who I I assume lives in that town, like doing their normal things, like getting groceries and going for a run and going for like a bike ride. And I'm like, you know what? That could be me. And I start to picture myself living there. And I start to actually believe that that could be possible for me someday. So then when I come home to my crappy little hometown, and I'm so sorry to anyone who, who's listening who lives in this hometown and doesn't think it's crappy, but 
I think it's crappy. Um, I get depressed because I'm like, oh, I'm never going to leave. Like, I'm in the hometown cycle. Um, and if you know me, like, if my parents are listening or, like, my brother, my sister-in-law, you would know that I have always said that I was going to move. Always. Like, to the point where every time I come home and I go pick up my dog from my mom's house, I say, I'm going to move there. Like, she's like, how was your trip to Toronto? I'm like, I'm going to move there. And the every single time, the comment that she makes is, I knew you were going to say that because you've always said that. So, if I've always said that, why haven't I done it? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I never thought that I would end up settling down and planting roots in my hometown. I never thought I was going to get married in my hometown, um, end up buying a house, getting dogs, and like really planting those roots. I never thought that that was going to be me, and I never wanted that. But here we are. I did it, and I am suffering the consequences. So every time I travel, whether it's for work, personal plans, whatever, I have this internal battle and I start to really kick myself for not leaving my hometown. Traveling always leads me to believing that I fell into the hometown cycle where you settle down, plant roots, and you never leave. And if I was from like a bigger, more progressive city, that would be okay for me because I feel like you could kind of find your place in those kind of towns, but my town, and I don't know if this is going to upset people, if people disagree with me, I don't really care. Um, I feel like my values don't align with this town. I am a lot more progressive than a lot of people here. I don't really feel like my values align with staying here, and that's just the brutal, honest truth. Um, while there are, like, lovely, many lovely people in this town, I really just feel like my values don't align with most people's values here, and that is so hard, and I feel like people don't talk about that enough. Like, of course there are people with my similar values as me in this town, and of course there's good people here, and I never want people to think that I'm just, like, shitting on this town and not talking about the positives. There's so many positives, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but right now, this topic is about feeling stuck in your hometown. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. I don't have a lot of close friends here. Um, most of my close friends live in Toronto or they live in another city because they moved out of this hometown. And that's where I feel my values align with theirs because that's what I want to do. Because I feel like anyone who's even remotely progressive in this town has to leave. And that's what people realize. It's like, okay, there's a limited amount of growing I can do in this town. So once I reach that limit, I need to move. And that is something I've reached. That's a limit that I've reached, but I haven't moved yet. Um, and again, I don't have a lot of close friends here and it's not for a lack of trying, um, but it's due to the fact that I genuinely just don't have the same values as most people here. Um, I have a lot of acquaintances. I know a lot of people. I'm friendly with a lot of people, but I don't find myself drawn to being like extremely close with a lot of people here because again, our values just don't align. While I can hang out with you and I can have a good time and we can be friends, I still don't really feel like my cup is being filled by a lot of people here. There are a, like a lot of people here that I am very close with or a few people here I'm very close with. They fill my cup. We're great. But surprise, they moved here from Southern Ontario. Almost all of my friends, either my close friends, either grew up here, they moved away for a bit and now they came back or they grew up down south and they moved here for whatever reason. But all of those people have one thing in common. 
they lived elsewhere for a short amount of time. I feel like I'm not opposed to being friends. Obviously, I started this podcast with someone who has completely different values and beliefs as me, and we're friends. Um, but I also want to have friends who share my own values, which is so hard in this town. I feel like I'm so progressive. And the longer that I stay in this town, the more I feel like I'm shrinking myself to fit in with people. And that is something as I grow like, um, into my own personality and I kind of shape who I am and I become more confident in myself. That is something I don't want to do. So I, I'm sorry, but I won't be shrinking myself to be friends with you. I won't be lowering my vibration to just be friends with you. Um, which I feel happens a lot in this town. I've always been told that I'm too much and always from people who never left this town. And that is something that I'm coming to realize. All the people that told me I'm too much um, or I'm like, I have these goals that are unachievable or whatever. Anyone who has said anything remotely close to those things to me, they never left this town. They never lived elsewhere. They never had any, like, desire to live elsewhere. They're just stuck here. Um, And that's a pattern that I've really noticed. I feel like I'm a big fish in a little pond in my hometown, and I would rather be a little fish in a big pond where no one knows you and no one cares what you do. Here, everyone knows you. Everyone knows of you. And if they don't know of you right now, once you start growing and you start actually pursuing your dreams and people start to know you more, they know you and they judge you. Because it's either they judge you because they disagree with what you're trying to do or they judge you because they wish that that could be them, but they don't have the guts to actually do it. And that's a really hard thing to do when you are a people pleaser, which I am. And I feel like in a bigger city, that does not happen as much. Like you are a little fish in a big pond where no one looks at you, no one knows you, no one cares about you. You just go and you do your thing. You find people that align with your values and you're happy. And I'm not saying, like I'm not looking through these rose-colored lenses, like whatsoever. I know that it's going to be hard living in a different city and I know that it comes with its own challenges. Um, But for me, that is something I feel would really benefit my life. So um I definitely see the pros and cons, but for me, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. Um, I also feel like my motivation to do great things in my life is kind of squashed by the slow pace of this town and the lack of people with high expectations for themselves and their own goals in life. And again, that's not to say that there aren't wonderful, successful people here, um, because there are, but I feel like they are few and far between. And even if, say, I meet people who have amazing goals and they want to do great things, I can't get close enough to them because they already have their own friend groups from high school and they don't want to open those groups up. And that is something that I don't feel like people talk about enough, especially in a hometown where I moved high schools every single year. I never got to make that um, close group of friends where I feel like to survive in this town, you need that. You need your high school friends that you know, they never left town or, you know, you guys are just still very, very close. And that is something I feel like you kind of need to survive here. And if you don't have that, it's very difficult. And I don't have that. I have friends from different social circles and I have like friends in different places and whatever, but I don't have a friend group. And all of my friends have their own friend group that they do things with. And I'm not really always invited because I'm not a part of the group. And that's very, very difficult. Um, 
The hometown curse of getting married, having kids, buying a house, and never experiencing what the world has to offer is infiltrating my life and I need to stop it. That's the note that I wrote um, for this little outline. I need to stop it. Um, Of course, I fell into that trap. I got married young. I bought a house young. I have two crazy dogs. Um, I planted roots here. Um, And I never saw myself as someone that was going to do that. Someone that was going to get stuck in their hometown and just lives there forever. I'm now 26. I'll be 27 this year. And I have not left yet. And that is something I think about every single day. Like, Jessica, what are you doing with your life is how I start my days. Um, I saw a TikTok a while ago and I can't remember who the creator was, but she said, you feel stuck in life when you have stopped growing. And that is something that hit me really hard. It hit me like a brick freaking wall. I feel like there's only so much growth that can happen in a small town before you reach your limit. There's limited opportunities, limited people who share the same values, beliefs, and goals as you um, and the, as me, honestly, because they all moved away. They all realized that there's a limited amount of opportunity and a little, limited amount of growing that I can do here. So once I've reached my limit, I need to leave. And that is what happens. Um, and once you reach a certain point of growth, even if you do manage to do that growth in this town, I feel like people look at you funny or they judge you. Um, in a city, that doesn't really happen as much because there's so many people. You can find a group that ally- aligns with your beliefs. And it's so hard feeling like you don't fit in anywhere, especially in a town you've lived in your entire life. I have lived here my whole life. I know so many people in this town, but yet I don't feel like I fit in. And that is so, so hard. And honestly, this entire town just feels like high school to me. And again, that's really hard because I hated high school. I hated it. And I think it's because I moved every year and I never really got to make like those close connections with people or like I never had like a true friend group. Um, But that's hard. It's so hard. And it makes me so sad because I know I have a lot to offer. And this isn't like a, oh, poor Jessica, she has no friends kind of vibe. It's like, I genuinely love being alone. I love spending my time alone. I love the people who I have in my life. um, And I'm okay to be alone. But when you really think about it, like how sad is it for someone to genuinely feel like they don't fit in? That's so sad to me. I find it really difficult to make new friends that actually stick because most people here, again, already have a friend group from high school and they aren't looking to add to it. Every time I go to Toronto, I make new friends. Let's put that into perspective. I have lived in this town for 27 years and I don't have a lot of close friends here. I have a very hard time making friends here. Yet, every single time I go to a different city, I make friends. I have no problem making friends in Toronto. I have no problem keeping up with those people. I, you know, I make a lot of friends everywhere I go. And most of those people I still talk to today. I feel so connected to my friends that live in different cities. And I think it's because we all share the same values. Every time I come back to this town after a trip, I feel a little bit of grief for the fact that I can't just see them whenever I want. And I have to live in a town that hinders my growth. Let's take that in for a second. I feel depressed when I come home from a trip because of the grief that I feel. Not only, I guess, because I miss my friends, but also I miss the life, like the the life that I think that I could have when I'm in that town. 
I feel like I go through the seven stages of grief. I go through sadness. I go through depression. I go through anger. I go through guilt. I go through like all of these stages every time I come home because I'm like, why am I here? And I know that everything happens for a reason. I believe that doors open for you when they're meant to. I believe that things don't happen for you when they're not supposed to happen for you. But that doesn't take away the fact that it's so hard when you're waiting for that moment and it doesn't seem to come. And I've been waiting for the moment. I've been waiting for the doors to open for me. And sometimes I think like maybe the doors have opened for me and I've missed it. Maybe I wasn't in tune with myself enough to know that that was a door I should have walked through. Um, And every day I think about that, to be honest. And yeah, I just think like, it's just, it's so hard. And like I said earlier, there are a ton of positive things about my hometown. I've been talking about a lot of negative things. I've been kind of crap talking this town a lot. And I don't want it to come across like, oh, I hate this town. Everyone here sucks. Everything here sucks. There's nothing to do. It's just a crappy little town in the middle of nowhere. No, I love it here. I love how there's so much nature around town. Um, You're like 20 minutes from a beautiful hike. Um, You're like right by the water. There's so much to do in the summer if you love nature. We have a boat. You know, my my grandma lives on the water. Like I can, I can be on the water anytime I want in the summer. So many beautiful beaches. There's so many beautiful places to be in the summer here. And in the winter, you know, I like to snowshoe. I like to ski. I like to do all those things, but it's too cold to do any of those things, to be honest, for me. People are generally very friendly and I feel like it's relatively safe. And that's coming from someone who worked in child welfare, who saw like the absolute worst of the city, I do feel like it's relatively safe. Um, as long as you're not involved in drugs and you're not involved in, you know, sex trafficking and all of those things, it's relatively safe. There's not a lot of random crime that happens here, um, other than like petty theft and, and stuff like that. Um, I feel pretty safe. Uh, like right now I'm recording this episode, my front door is wide open to let in the sunshine. And I feel safe about that. I'm not, I'm not super worried. I've left my car unlocked and nothing has happened to it. And I don't live in this like perfect spot in town where there's no crime. I live right close to downtown. I have had things stolen out of my car, but only once or twice. Um, and the amount of times I leave my car doors unlocked, that is shocking. And now after I release this episode, I'm going to have to start locking my doors because people probably know where I live. Um, and that's small town vibes for you. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of positive things, but there's also a ton of negative things, which I already spoke about. I don't want anyone to feel like I am trying to invalidate their goals in life either. That's a note that I have. I know that I, I talk crap about people who stay here and they never leave, but I want to be really clear. If you feel like that's your calling and you feel like you want to get married, you want to have kids, you want to live that white picket fence life, by all means do that. I am not crap talking anybody who wants to do that. I have so many friends who are so, so happy in their lives because that's what they always wanted to do. They knew they wanted to be a mom. They knew they wanted to settle down and they knew they just wanted to live a calm, stable life. And that is amazing. I love that for my friends who have accomplished that. And that's what I thought I wanted to at one point in my life, but it's not what I want. And if anyone is feeling like they're stuck or they, you know, they don't want to be here anymore, I suggest you don't do that. If that's not something you know for a fact you want to do, don't do it because you're going to end up like me. And we can laugh about it because 
that's what I thought I wanted. And I learned very quickly I didn't want that. And I sabotaged it and I hurt a lot of people. And I would suggest if you are thinking that maybe that's not what you want, do not do it. Do not hurt people like I hurt people. Figure it out, move away, go grow yourself and figure out who you are in a different city. Um, don't do what I did. Again, do not do what I did. Um, I, again, I love that for you if that's what you want, but it's not for me and it never will be for me. Every single person um, in life has different goals. Everyone's goals are different and everyone's feelings are valid. Some people are very close with their families and I also feel like that's a huge part of living in this town is most people who stay here, it's because they're so close with their family and they want to stay because they love their family so much and they like see their family every week and they have like regular family dinners and they talk to their parents every day and they have siblings that they're so close with and and that's great but that's not me if that's what keeps you here i love that for you i'm a little bit jealous of you but that's not me i'm not close with my family i'm not close with my parents i'm not really close with my brother i'm more close with my sister-in-law than anybody else and i know that you're listening so i hope that makes you feel good <laughs> um so i often feel like what is the point of staying somewhere I literally hate? I hate it here most of the time. So what is the point? And I often get asked this question when I talk about this subject. Why don't you just move? Why don't you just leave? I was asked that this week by my coworkers. My coworkers are from all over Ontario. Most of them are listening right now. So shout out to you. Um, and I feel like they all have very progressive goals in life. They all, you know are looking for, you know, self-growth and they want to better themselves and they want to better their careers and they're always looking to like grow and, you know, become the best version of themselves that they can be. And I feel like that is not the experience I've had when I've worked with people who live in this town. So because my coworkers live all over Ontario, I feel like they have a different perspective than people who live in this town. Um, and so of course they asked me, why don't you just move? Um, because it's not that simple. And that's my honest answer. I grew up thinking I wasn't smart enough to go to university, a narrative that was planted in my head by someone that should have been encouraging me to do great things in life. Um, I was told over and over again, Jessica, you need to be realistic about your expectations for the future. You're not smart enough to go to university, so you need to be, you know, realistic about what you're going to do in life. Um, I was always discouraged by my family from like wanting to move out of town. I was told I'm too immature. I'm not going to be successful. I'm not ready. And because of these narratives that were placed inside my head as a child, someone like when you think about it, when you're a child, you're constantly exposed to new opportunities. You have so much ambition in life. So if you have children that are like, I want to do all these great things, please, for the love of God, do not tell them that they're not smart enough. Do not tell them that they will not succeed. You should be trying to build your children up or build, you know, people in your life up. Like if you have a nephew or you have a niece that's like saying these things, it doesn't have to be like your parents. It wasn't just my parents. It was like people all around me telling me that. How do you think that that affected my mental health? To be like, okay, I'm not smart enough to go to university. I should just stay in my hometown because that's where I'm meant to be. I'm not ready to move out of town. It seemed like this big scary thing that I was going to fail at. Because of these narratives that were placed in my head by people that should have been building me up and encouraging me to be the best version of myself I could be, I'm paralyzed with fear of failure. That is the honest truth of why I haven't left yet. I am terrified. And I know that happens to a lot of people. I know that when you live in a small town your entire life, it's terrifying to leave. 
terrifying. Um, so that's what I grew up thinking. And then I got married, I bought a house, and I got two crazy dogs. All of these factors make it really difficult to pick up and leave. Obviously, I'm not married anymore, but I still have a house. I still have dogs. I'm now in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to leave. I am going to move one day. So what am I going to do about that part of my life? Um, I wish I could say that I have it all figured out. I wish I could say I had all of these tips for you to figure it out too, but I don't. I still don't know what to do. Every day, my urge to leave this town gets stronger and stronger. I do have some things that have really helped me stay sane in a town that makes me insane. And I know that's really deep, but it's true. I feel like the more I hang out with people who don't have my values um, or who don't ever want to leave, who don't ever want to travel or who just go to all-inclusive resorts and that's it. Like my parents, my parents do that. Um, So no shade to people who do that. But the more I spend time with people like that, the like lower my vibration drops, I feel. because again, I feel like to raise your vibration in life and to grow in life, you have to surround yourself with people who believe the same things that you believe and who want the same things in life. So it's not that you, because you want to stay here forever and you just travel to all-inclusive resorts, I feel like you are lame. No, you're just not the same as me. So I feel like when I surround myself with people who aren't the same as me, I lower my vibration. So here are some of my tips that have really helped me in the last few years um, stay sane. Make friends when you travel. Talk to strangers. Ask where they're from. Get to know them. Know their story. I met so many strangers when I was in Vancouver. I was talking to this guy at the airport about living in Vancouver and how I want to live, move there. And he's like, oh my God, I grew up in a small town and I left and I lived in Toronto and then I moved to Vancouver. I'm an artist. It's the best thing I ever did. And he gave me a lot of really help, like helpful insight into how scary it is to leave your hometown, but why it's so worth it. And that is the most valuable tip that I have. I have never felt so close to a stranger than when I've been stuck in an airport somewhere or like stuck in a lineup for a long time. And I turn around and I talk to that person. I have gained so much valuable insight from talking to strangers. It's not even funny. So that is my number one tip. You never know what kind of friends you're going to make and which people are going to make a huge impact on your life. Again, I have so many friends who live in so many places. I have friends who live in Hawaii that I visit. I have friends who live in Toronto, friends who live in Vancouver. I have friends everywhere, friends in Chicago, friends everywhere. And I go and visit them regularly. And a lot of those friends I've made while visiting my friends in different cities. Like I go to visit my friends in Toronto and I make other friends. And then we keep up when I go home and then I go and visit those people. Like that's just how my life works. And I wouldn't have it any other way. My next tip is to travel alone. Obviously, be safe about it. But this is something that I have always, always, always prioritized in my life. And at first, it made me so nervous. Um, It started with like a little weekend trip to Chicago to visit my friend. Um, And that quickly turned into like regular weekends to visit my friends in Chicago. And like that is a turning point in my life. I realized I can go wherever I want, whenever I want. And that was so helpful for me to not feel like I'm completely stuck in my hometown. It's the best thing I ever could have done for myself. I was so nervous at first, but honestly, it changed my life. I, again, traveled to visit friends in different cities. I've even been to Hawaii to visit my friends. And while I'm not necessarily staying alone the whole time, even the act of traveling to the destination alone and going for morning walks alone in a new city, going to get coffee at a random coffee shop, like all of those things fill my cup. 
Um, and all of those situations, I'm around strangers and I get to talk to strangers and I get to meet new people and like I get to be friendly and I get to learn from people. And um, I feel like that fills my cup more than anything else. Like, yeah, okay, I don't live in a different city right now. I live in a hometown that I feel like hinders my growth. But every single time I travel, I make a point to talk to people and I make a point to learn from people so that I can at least get some of that big city life ideas and like, you know, big city connections with people who live there, um, even when I don't live there. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it kind of makes sense to me. Um, when I got stuck in Toronto over Christmas, I was mostly alone, um, until my friend, this is kind of like a crazy story. So I guess I need to explain it cause I'm reading my notes and I'm like, that doesn't actually make sense, Jessica. So if you don't know, which most people listening do know, but if you don't know, I went to Toronto for the day for work around Christmas. It was December 22nd, the day that that huge storm hit Toronto and all the flights got canceled for like eight days. It was crazy. Um, so my flight home got canceled. I met this girl in the airport who was traveling back to my hometown to be with family for Christmas, like a lot of people were. And when my flight got canceled, she gave me her number and was like, if you get stuck, if you, you know, need some help, if you want some suggestions for Toronto, let me know. She helped me get an Uber. She helped me get to my hotel. She was like very, very lovely. This is the first time I've ever been fully, completely alone in a city. So of course I was panicking. Plus I had one too many margaritas at the airport. So, or whatever I was drinking, I don't even remember. So I was drunk when I found out my flight was getting canceled. So bless you, Aaron you're a lovely person. Um, but I was pretty much completely alone for the first day. I went shopping. I got breakfast by myself. I spent the whole day alone. It was so nice. Um, I had so much fun, but then Aaron ended up texting me being like, Hey, we're having charcuterie and wine at my condo. If you want to come over, I have no idea who this girl is come to realize like later we do actually know each other. Um, we know each other's families and I'm not going to get into like, how we know each other, but we do. Um, we've never met, but she knows my mom and she knows my family. So very, very well. Um, but I didn't know that at the time. So she invites me to her condo. Um, and I know her fiance is listening because he's like my number one supporter of this podcast. So shout out to you, Dave and Aaron. Um, they welcomed me into their condo. We ended up going out, uh, in Toronto that night and they're like, you know what? we're going to my family Christmas dinner the, like the next day. It was Christmas Eve. And then we're staying there overnight because it's in Brampton, which is like an hour away from where they live. Um, and then we're driving to our hometown, our mutual hometown the next day. You should just cancel your flight and drive with us and stay at like my parents' house, whatever. So I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I checked out of my hotel. Um, the next day I went to their condo and then we drove to Brampton. I went to their family Christmas dinner and then we drove to our hometown together. Um, and we still talk, we still have a group chat where we talk, not regularly, but like semi-regularly, I would say. Um, every time I get stuck in Toronto, like I thought I was going to get stuck again when I went to Vancouver because my flight got canceled. Uh, they're like, well, take the train and come to our condo. Our couch is always free. And that is what I mean by talk to people because had I not talked to her at the airport, I would not have these friends. Um, and they're lovely, lovely people. Like we, I plan to see them in the summer. I plan to see them when I go to Toronto, like lovely people. Um, so it was a blast. Something that should have been so freaking stressful. Like I'm stuck in Toronto over Christmas. I might not get to spend Christmas with my friends. There's a huge snowstorm. Everything's going to be closed. I'm all alone in this big city. It turned out to be the best time of my life like literally the best Christmas ever. I had so much fun. And that's because I didn't allow myself to be stressed out. I was living my life for the plot. Um, and that's my next tip. 
get out of your comfort zone and live your life for the plot. When I started doing this, my entire life changed. And I know that that sounds so cringy and so basic bitch of me. And I'm sorry for the language charity if you're listening to this. But that's how my life changed. Things that normally would have caused a full-blown anxiety attack now seem like an adventure. I have so many crazy stories because I didn't let these situations stress me out. Recently, I shared an Uber to the airport with a girl in Vancouver um, who was staying at my hotel. Her name was also Jessica, and we had this exact conversation. It was like a 30-minute ride to the airport, and she didn't know how to get a taxi in Vancouver because, like, I don't know where she was from, but I guess where she said, like, there's taxis everywhere, somewhere in America. Um, So she thought she could just walk out and get a taxi, but where we were saying, like, you couldn't really do that. That's not really, like, a thing where we were. Um, So I was like, no, you have to order an Uber, but it's so expensive. Why don't you just jump in my Uber? my work is paying for it. So just jump in like whatever. She's like, should I? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, why not? And I'm thinking like, well, why not is the fact that I could be a serial killer, but whatever. I'm not. Um, but we had this great conversation about how the older you get, the more stuck in your ways you get as well. And the more stressed you get when things don't go the way that you planned it and how difficult it is to get out of that mindset. And I shared with her my Toronto trip and how I got stuck in Toronto and I made the best of it and how that honestly changed my perspective on things going wrong. I also think about that story of that guy who, this is kind of heavy, but when 9-11 happened, he worked in the World Trade Center and his subway kept getting delayed and everything was going wrong for him that morning and he was running late for work and he was so stressed out and overwhelmed only to get off the subway to realize his, like 9-11 happened. Like, let that sink in for a moment. If things aren't working out for you, it's because they're not meant to. Obviously, he was not meant to be in the World Trade Center when it went down. So, the train was delayed. He was running late. He, you know, I don't remember the all the details of the story, but everything was happening in a way that, like, made him extremely late. And it ended up saving his life. So now I shared that with her and she's like, oh my God, like that, I knew of that story, but I never really thought about it like that. And I was like, yeah, because you have to trust the universe. You have to trust that things are working out for you and things are going to happen. One day you're going to die, but I trust that like you're not going to die when you're not supposed to die, if that makes sense. Um, So just trust the universe and trust the process. Trust that things are meant for you and that whatever is meant for you is going to happen to you. Yeah, so it's just so difficult to get out of that mindset. And I know it's easier said than done. And I also know people aren't going to agree with me. And that's okay. Um, But I had this discussion with Jessica um, in the Uber. And, you know, our Uber driver was actually participating in the conversation too and explaining how he moved from like a small town to Vancouver. And he, it was the best decision he ever made. Like, that's what I mean. Like, talk to strangers because you never know what kind of insight you're going to get from them. Um, But I had said how I used to be so stressed all the time. I was physically sick with anxiety and stress. And now that I've started living my life for the plot, everything feels fun. I almost picture myself as a main character in my own movie. And although that seems so stupid and so silly, it worked for me. It worked to help me become more positive in life and care less about things because I know that like everything is going to work out. Do you watch a movie and everything goes right for that person? No, things go wrong. And that's just a part of the plot. And once I started looking at my life like that, everything changed for me. My next tip or like suggestion is don't be afraid to make big, scary decisions. And obviously I need to take my own advice sometimes, but I have done this my whole life. I recently left a high paying job for a lower stress, also lower paying job. And it was so scary, but a great decision I made for my mental health. Um, 
And I know that eventually I'll make that jump and I'll move cities. But for now, I'm just making a vision board. I'm creating some goals for one year, five year, 10 years down the road um, for myself so that hopefully I can get out of this rut that I'm in right now. If you feel stuck in life, go do something crazy. Honestly, just get out there and go do something crazy. Go skydiving, go cliff jumping, do whatever you want. Because once you start feeling the adrenaline and the rush from doing something crazy that you've always wanted to do, it's addicting. Once you start traveling, you get itchy feet. It just happens. I never thought it would happen to me, but it's happening. And now I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do with that feeling because it's scary. But once you start experiencing what the world has to offer, I think you're going to realize that there is so much more to life than your hometown or whatever you're feeling stuck in. That job that you hate, that nine to five corporate job that you can't stand, the coworkers that you can't stand, like the situation that you're in, the relationship that you're in that's miserable that you want to get out of, get out of it. I often forget that I'm actually an adult who can make my own decisions and I might fail miserably, but at least I took the risk. You might fail miserably if you quit your job and you go pursue something that you've always wanted to do. You might fail miserably, but at least you did it. At least you're not going to be one of those people who are on their deathbeds saying, I wish I did more in life. And that's what I'm going to end it on. Don't be that person. You might be feeling stuck in life and that's okay. You It might not be the right time to make those big scary decisions, but start creating goals for yourself you know what? I'm not ready to move to a city. I'm not ready to leave my life here because I'm still scared and I don't really feel like it's the right time. I just paid off like a $10,000 debt that I had. I don't really have a lot of savings anymore. So I'm going to work back. Um, work, sorry, work. I don't have a lot of savings anymore. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on getting my savings account back up and then I'm going to move. And that's what I'm going to do. And you know what? I am making goals for myself. I'm making a vision board. I am making sure that I don't lose sight of that and get stuck in the hometown curse. Because that's easy. Make the goals for yourself. Make a vision board. Surround yourself with people who have great ideas and goals in life and who want to do great things. Because that's going to encourage you to keep up with your goals. And if you don't have anyone in your life like that, reach out to me. I will be that person for you. I am always encouraging my friends to do crazy things. I'm always like, getting my friends wrapped up in my crazy ideas and I'm always doing something crazy. So if you don't have someone like that in your life, you can reach out to me. We can be friends. If you don't feel like you can make friends in your hometown, make friends with me on social media. I have lots of social media friends because I don't feel like I can make a lot of friends in my hometown. But go and do the thing. And that's where I'm going to end it. Um, This was a lot. My timer says 40 minutes, which is actually kind of short. And I have to cut like a couple parts out where I kind of stuttered a little bit and I want to fix it. Um, but otherwise, guys, go do the thing. Don't be the person who's like, oh, I regret my entire life and I'm so old and I'm in my 50s and I never did what I wanted to do. Don't be that person because everyone I know like that is miserable. Don't be that person. Okay, bye. <laughs>